Okay. I want. What the hell? Shares going to hell. <laughs> that's what that's what Joe used complaining about last week, man. What? That's a chair. Yeah, but my, my apparently my chair is too squeaky for this podcast, though. Handed down multiple generations in the McFarland family. <laughs> no, that didn't sound like a chair. It sounded like a bag of cans. Man. <laughs> was that really, that was really a chair? Was that really a chair? Yeah, man, Did you make a, that joint, Remy? Nah, man, that's the Target joint. That's the Target joint, my dog. Five dollar rolling joint. The five dollar rolling joint. The Archer Farms chair, dog. <laughs> Archer Farms chair. <laughs> You sitting on a leaf bag full of <laughs> aluminum cans you stole from a homeless dude. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to another week of Defcon Jive. This is your boy Cannon, aka Lin Manuel Noriega, building my own house off of cocaine musicals. That's so stupid. It's your boy Quams. I'm not even gonna follow that one up, man. <laughs> Yo, it's your boy Remy. A.K.A. Peebo Bryson Tiller, A.K.A. Steve Harvey P. Birdman, attorney at law. When you say my name, put some respect on it. <laughs> Y'all good, man. Yo, what up, man? It's your boy Jason, A.K.A. Earl Lafayette, B.K.A. Sirac Obama. Pardon my drink, I'm just sliding through. Uh, <laughs> it's, okay. your boy, it's, it's, it's your boy Don Fondant, A.K.A. Zeke Dimitri Fleet. Dad bout with your abs out. <laughs> A.K.A. Steph Wilmore, most shots in the game. Mm. 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 Uh, finally, the dream has been realized. We have all five of us on the same show at the same time. This will probably Voltron. never happen again. It'll never happen you again. You gotta put a Voltron sound effect on that agenda. I will. You know what? I will. It's just like the black Voltron, man. Six episodes late, we finally come together. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck is a Lego. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yo, I don't even know what we would transition into. What would the Black Voltron transition into? A Cadillac. Man? I don't know. Like a grill. <laughs> oh, we all swagger's tra- chain. <laughs> Transform into Two a Jesus. Right, face. Doug. <laughs> oh man, um, Scrap. Did you listen to last week's podcast? No, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Um, That's what we do it for. Kwame. Yo, Kwame, have you listened to Freeway yet? Uh, no, sir. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. He's the host of the nightly show on Comedy Central, and it is our pleasure to welcome him tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Larry Wilmore. For the first topic, we're going to talk about what happened last night. Last night being the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Our boy, Larry Wilmore, who will now forever be banned from CNN and probably MSNBC as well. Shots. Set off an amazing firestorm. Shots. With his routine where he 
sprayed everybody. Shout out to Boom spraying the Malaysian children. Larry Wilmore Man. did that with Man. the media last night. Yes, he did. Man. Yes, he did. So, Scrap, you you were watching it live just like I was. What did you think about it? Well, uh, one, I thought it was incredible, but uh, let me be- just back up because uh, the boy Barry, he also slayed. And I think, um, I think you know, what Larry did was incredible in itself, but, you know, Barack also did a, a, a very exceptional job. Um, you know, the jokes were on point. Um, I thought uh, when he was slaying uh, Ted Cruz, with the uh, with the baseball sticks and uh, you know the the lexicon that um, Ted Cruz does not have, uh, it was just it was fantastic. It was fantastic all around when Barack was up there. But um, I really think that Larry Wilmore, uh, he, I saw a great quote on the internet. It said, you know, you might not have the room, but you have the audience. And I think he really had the audience last night. Um, I mean, there there. Are, you know, going back to the social media, everyone on social media was just, I mean, if you weren't, if you weren't talking about Larry Wilmore last night, you know, then you weren't really talking about anything because what he did, what he was able to accomplish, not only the firestorm, but just really going after the, uh, print media, the television media, I guess, television media primarily, um, you know, calling them out by name, not, you know, not speaking in generalities, but by name, like you, sir, you suck at your job. <laughs> um, I, I thought, yeah, I thought it was, he, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. He, he did, he didn't pull a Jay-Z where it was just straight subliminals. He, he pulled a, uh, he pulled a Tupac and just called them out. No. I, seen that, I seen that during the, uh, alleged journalist Don Lemon, dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and equally, he went at he went at Obama too because he was like, you know, what I mean, I would have closed uh, Gitmo by now, but I guess we're not right. doing that, huh? Like he went at him twice. Like he sent shots to him, called him Grady from. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm he did. He called him Grady. He, did, he definitely called him Grady. Uh, but awesome. uh, it was awesome. It was awesome all around. I mean, I thought the jokes, aside from you know the uh, the shots fired and everything, the jokes weren't really suited to that to that room i mean you got a bunch of rich you know media so washington dc socialite types in that room but i mean one of the funniest joints to me was talking about the uh ted cruz was a zodiac killer he just kept saying it you know over and over again i feel like that's something you know he he learned that from us if i if i may um but uh i mean the end where he said yo barry i'm gonna keep it 100 you did it, my nigga. I was laying in bed and I jumped out of bed when he said that joint on live CNN. Like, I, I just thought it was incredible. And I knew that it was going to set off the firestorm that it did. Yeah. And immediately, uh, I don't know what what station were you watching it on? Scrap? I was watching it on CNN. OK, so we were watching it at the same mm-hmm. time The when they cut to the 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 stage on CNN. Yeah, and they had their panel, and there were two white people on the right yes. side. I, I believe that they were both conservatives. Yes, yes, they absolutely were. <laughs> their faces were so tight. It, it was. Uh, I, I mean, they were shocked because I was shocked. I mean, I was shocked because Larry Wilmore had the balls to do that. But I think that they were more shocked because they were lightweight offended or feigning like they were offended. But you also had the Asian dude. I think the Asian guy worked in the White House um, during the first uh, Obama administration, or I guess the first term. Um, 
and he was raving about it. Like he loved every second of it. Um, but he knew like, uh, um, what's, what was the, the guy who's on Fox news, the other commentator, he was on the side with the two white people. What's that guy's name? The doctor. He's always on, um, what's this? Anyway, I forget what. Yeah, I don't watch. Fox I forget what his name is, but you know, those were the two people who I felt you know they understood what Larry where what Larry was trying to accomplish, and they under also understood the firestorm that uh, he set off. And the crazy thing is, the Asian dude called out Black Twitter by name. Yes, he too. did. Yes, he did. He said Black Twitter is loving this right <laughs> yeah. now, and I I don't think the two conservatives even understood what the hell he was talking about when he this said is Black that. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So boom, what were your thoughts on that? I thought that, uh, um, like I said in, in, my, in my AKA joint, like you know, what I'm saying it, it was straight shots, and you could tell that, like as he you know matriculated through his his work, you know, what I'm saying, and he like pinpointed you know more and more people like by name and uh, typifying with like you know the Ted Cruz and the Zodiac Killer joint, but it was like you knew it had to come. It was like it was almost boiling over till it got to the end, and he started you know when he got heartfelt, like you know, what right. I'm saying. Um, in my day, you know, I never thought I'd see a black quarterback because he wasn't qualified to lead a right. team. But you know, here you are, you know, leading the nation, and but you knew that with that, you know, what I mean, the entire like you know, twenty minutes, however long it was prior to that, it was just straight shots at yeah. everybody. You know, what I mean, like you knew it was going somewhere for for him to end it there. I think like he was definitely going for uh, for effect, but I think you know. That's a black colloquialism, and I think that, you know, black Twitter didn't really have a problem with it, and, you know, by and large, black people, because that's not, you know what I mean, like, the, the big issue is, you know, the the white pundits can't say that, they feel isolated, they feel like, you know, all along, this is what it was, so it's an issue, right. but, you know what I mean, in the black community, it's clearly not, you know what I'm saying, like, that's what all of us would probably have wanted to say, you know what I mean, like, right. you know what I mean? It's what I've been waiting to say to President Obama. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was the weird thing about it too. All of the white conservatives and white people on Twitter were so offended by Larry Wilmore saying, uh, "You did it, my nigga." It was, it was. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get where that comes from. I seen a tweet um, earlier today. It's like somebody was, somebody was like comparing. It's like uh, everybody's mad about you know uh, Larry Wilmore dropping the M bomb on on CNN, but like, uh, but they, but they vote for you know Donald Trump, who's endorsed by like these uber racist you know like uh like groups right and it's just like um I, I i why is like why is that why are you so offended at you know the n-word which just wasn't directed at you it wasn't directed you know like um it's not it's not you know like calling you a racist or anything like that like why why get so offended you can't do it yeah Cause you, you can't, can't do, do it, it cause, <laughs> well, I mean, like, cause there's something that. But I mean, like, 90%, 90% of You're the right. white population can't beat me in a foot race. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like y'all ain't mad at that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, Remy. Uh, <laughs> you timed yourself lately? Yeah, I'm a little out of shape. Like, I can't okay. front, but like uh, the jump shot, the jump shot's still popping. You know? Okay. Off of that, we're going to talk about. The NFL draft and something interesting happened <laughs> on the NFL draft. To say the least. Midriff, midriff. Um, we have we have a slight problem. Our uh, our children are on Twitter a lot, and it's starting to affect their careers in a real way. 
<laughs> Shout out to Laramie Tunsil in his gas mass of weed. Fucking idiot. And sh- <laughs> the lungs is on point though. The lungs uh, is on point though. Let's not like. Let's not. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a. It wasn't a accomplishment, bruh. <laughs> bruh. They said he lost seven million. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say this? First off, let me say this. You know what I'm saying. I, 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 you know, mean strapped into the gas mask, and I, and I do applaud strapped you. Strapped know in. Hey, I'm not, I'm not gonna, lie, I'm not gonna lie to you. There. First off, you know what I'm saying. Let's, let's give credit where credit is due. <laughs> what? Second, secondly, secondly, to, uh, to Cannon's point, you know what I'm saying. Like, he started off by saying we had to get our children, you know what I'm saying, off social media, and this is something that you know, video that from high school. It's not even like from his collegiate days, so. You know what I mean, imagine, you know, half of the, you know, immature, you know what I mean, ridiculous things you did as an adolescent, as a 12, 13, 14 year old. And it probably, you know what I'm saying, had you had something to videotape it or to take a picture of it, you probably would have had that. Right. So your, your, your Twitter, like look at your, your MySpace account would have been wildly inaccurate and, and, and you know what I'm saying? Not something really that reflective probably, of you. Right. And probably you want to hide from today. So this is what they have. So it's like. I really feel bad for the young man, you know what I'm saying? The, the fact they lost their money, and I know people are saying, you know what I mean, we shouldn't ever put that video online. But he was a kid. Like, this is not no, like, you know what I mean, 19-year-old freshman in college or, you know, 20-year-old in college. This is, you know what I mean, from back in the day when he was, you know what I mean, in high school. So it's like... That is true. Um, but also, I mean, if you knew that there was the potential for this video to come out, wouldn't you let teams know <laughs> you know if you're if you're being advised i assume that he was being advised by some agent um it's like you're going to be one of the top picks in the draft let me advise you um is there anything in your past that could come up you know that could is potentially embarrassing for you your family and you know the team that may or may not draft you i mean what how how far how far down does this go? I mean, if you know that there's something out there, then I think you need to raise that. That's the you know, thing. Hedge, hedge like, against it. Like these kids would be on, be on Twitter and like and like in the gram and freaking Snapchat so fucking hard. Like they don't know what they have out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Right. I and I can give you a specific example. So I'm from Philly. My favorite team is the Eagles. No, they're not. Yes. Deep down, though. Believe Deep it down, or, though. Believe it or not. Yes. My favorite team is the Eagles. We drafted a running back in the fifth round by the name of Wendell Smallwood. Now, normally. <laughs> how did he make it through middle school? Continue. Continue, please. Go, Kwame. Kwame why, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Kwame, why are you disrespecting my man's name? <laughs> Oh, you man, gotta put some respect, respect on it, Kwame. Put some respect on his name. Now, now, are you done or are you finished? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm um, good because his, his parents definitely did not put respect on the name. <laughs> so, so my man Wendell Smallwood <laughs> was drafted in in the fifth round. Normally, a fifth round draft pick is not big news. It's not a big deal. We're we're in the doldrums at this point. Except for when you draft Tom Brady. But the kid, his his Twitter was immediately checked and searched and poked and prodded. And, I saw you, that. and you know what came out of that? Mm. A tweet that said Philly got all the thoughts. Yeah. 
another tweet that said, dick in the booty ass bitch. Normal. A normal. Another tweet said, I want to get my asshole licked by a chick. Yeah. <laughs> and another one said, y'all city sucks. Eagles and Philly suck. The only thing y'all got is our rappers. And then he got drafted by Philly and was like, no, 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 no. And then, and then literally five minutes later, his Twitter was deleted. Yeah. The same thing happened last year in the NBA draft when Larry Nance Jr. put out, had a tweet talking about something about how Kobe is an embarrassment. Oh, right, right. I, re- I remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he got drafted, you know what I'm saying? And, and, Moreover, you know what I mean? I'm, you know, I'm an educator or whatever. I work in middle school. I, I, I've been in a situation where, you know what I mean, uh chick, you know, sent a pic to this kid and uh, the, the new girlfriend's, you know, screenshot off the dude's phone and sent it to everybody in the entire school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, these kids are way further out there than we ever were. You know what I'm saying? I had a conversation uh, with my homie the other day talking about um, the advances in technology and how, you know, how how the ethos are going now? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, man, we had to go up and get a, you know get a girl's phone number. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And do I, might get a you know what I'm saying her her aim joint. <laughs> the the aim. Was like, you old motherfucker. You gotta explain Keep on hunting, but like you, you had to do all that. Like nowadays, it's nothing. Like, and it's and now, nothing. nowadays, the the ethos. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're that's what they're there for. You know, proud, proudly, like old boy from uh, University of Maryland was talking about uh, he's going to be a top pick in the draft, you know, smash some chick. And then she was clowning the dude on her on her Instagram account as he was walking out. It's like, damn, man, like nothing, nothing, wow. is, nothing is private no more. Oh, yeah. And uh, shout out to Nick's favorite team, the Cowboys, whose number one running back was just screenshotted laying in some chick's bed, and that was posted all up on Twitter today. Uh. Did, he, did he have the midriff exposed, though? He did not have the midriff. He was, uh, I, well, I don't know what he was wearing, but... That shit's so stupid. Yeah, man. That midriff I mean, I, was out I, of control, I just, I just too. think that, like, like in, in, in another case, like, well, in a similar case, I was talking to a, you know, a child about, you know, um, what, to, what to post online and what not to post, and... Chick was like, you know, it's all good. I deleted it off my phone. And I was like, but you sent it to somebody. So but it's on the internet. Not even that. Like, it's on a server somewhere, though. Like, it's like everything right. sits on a computer now, man. Shout out to Amazon, black owned business. <laughs> <laughs> right. Amazon Prime Rib, though. <laughs> but, um. But like I, I think I think that you know what I mean our kids do need we do need to have some kind of like you know what I mean technological literacy like what's really really good you know what I mean and I don't know maybe I don't maybe stringent more stringent uh you know um gates before you get on these social media sites because these kids are like like you said he lost seven million dollars that's a lot of money social media aspect I, I know that's the topic but that aspect aside. There are grown, you know, I'm saying adults that are just now barely touching and and comprehending the the wide ranging effects that, you know, the technology and the the connectedness, the Internet of Things can have. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it's, uh, you know, what's going down with the government right now, trying to crack iPhones or or establish protocols for, um, you know, getting warrants to establish uh, biometric unlocking of, you know, suspects phones and stuff like that. Like from the, from, from kids all the way up, like we're just now 
entering, you know what I'm saying? Like we're entering uncharted waters with regards to how we conduct ourselves on social media in the world wide web at large. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like we're, in, we're literally entering dot hack sign. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all of you anime heads out there. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's like, you're going to have to have two totally different lives. You know what I'm saying? Or kids do have two totally different lives or whatnot. And you know what I'm saying? It's going to be companies sprouting up now. You know what I'm saying? Like LifeLock. You know what I mean? Just for, you know what I'm saying? Wiping your digital footprint, fingerprint. You know what I'm saying? Hang on. Black on business. Wait, hang on, hang on. We we might have to patent that. I might not have to put this podcast out until we patent that. That's a great idea. (laughs) Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Internet street sweepers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So, speaking of kids on Twitter... Now that we have all of the dads and the potential dad on, on here, I want to ask you guys, and I want to start with you, Kwame, because you have three girls, and I, I have the feeling that that might be a little bit more problematic with them. What do you guys feel about your kids being on Twitter and Snapchat and, um, and Instagram and the fact that they all know because they're growing up with these things they all they're all starting to learn how to get around parental locks and how to get around parents checking and 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 knowing what you're doing so Kwame for you how do you feel about once your three daughters start getting on social media um I mean I guess the the question is uh well I guess it's it's a tough one it's a two-part thing for me at least you know what I'm saying you have the aspect of trust you know what I mean? And, and, and sometimes, you know, you, that, that becomes a little bit murky because you're like, you know, well, you're, you're underage, you're still living, you know what I'm saying? Under my, under my house as a dependent. So there's some things that I overrule no matter what, but then on the other hand, you want them to grow up independent and be able to make conscious, um, self, uh, conscious decisions and be able to govern themselves uh, because that's I mean, that's how they grow up and that's how they understand how the world is working. So I don't necessarily have them. I don't necessarily have a problem with them being on social media or whatnot. I mean, there's some things that they're going to be exposed to no matter what, no matter how you try to control them. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to some of those people we know freshman year at Howard. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so rather than try to control them, you know, what I'm saying I say, you know, Give it to them in a controlled environment and let them, you know what I'm saying? I, I let them know right off the bat, though. Like, look, this, I'm bu- I'm buying this phone. You're on my plan. Uh, I reserve the right, you know what I'm saying, to come in like the FBI when I deem necessary. Don't make me deem it necessary. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and, and, and that's the end. Like, you got to set those expectations up front with what type of behavior is appropriate. And, you know what I'm saying, we're all... Uh, you know what I'm saying technologically savvy dudes you know what I'm saying so more than our parents know or even you know some other of our uh, peers know you know what I'm saying we know how to conduct ourselves we know what to post and what not to post what will exist and what will you know what I'm saying pop- possibly affect them because you know what I'm saying colleges are looking at it right now colleges if you've got a public Facebook or account or anything like that you know what I'm saying and you're applying for scholarships or whatnot athlete or or academic they're checking you know what i'm saying like they're they're definitely checking especially some of these more prestigious universities or whatnot 
Um, so like I said, I don't necessarily have the problem with them going on social media. Um, I'd rather have them start doing it with me, you know what I'm saying, in my house rather than outside of the house. Just like same thing with alcohol and everything like that. I'd rather them, you know, be introduced to it in a controlled environment rather than, you know what I'm saying, freewheeling on their own somewhere, talking to, you know what I'm saying, Internet Ron. Free basing off their own, on their own. <laughs> exactly. Right. Shout out to Internet Ron just preying on all the kids out <laughs> there. Internet Ron is a low-life piece of scum. <laughs> Don't let me yeah, see it's just a streets. mustache, not the whole goatee. I'll give him a real inter- <laughs> Internet street sweeping for real. <laughs> So, so the fellas with the boys, what do y'all think? I don't think I don't think I have too much of a problem. I think the joint is like, I don't think the kids are, you know, what I'm saying, are that savvy. And for the most part, like what you feel to realize, kids are dumb as hell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, you know, what I'm saying, like working, like having a child and working, you know, what I'm saying, with kids for you know, all of my professional career, like. They have little kid logic, and they try to pull stuff over, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, on some little kid type stuff. So, you know what I mean? Like, of course, you know what I mean? You can't be all over them because then they like, actually have to adapt and come up with the, you know, the fake apps and the, all the other stuff. But, you know what I'm saying? If you faint, like, you don't know what you're talking about and keep checking up on them, it shouldn't be no problem. And like I said, most kids that try to be sneaky, you know what I mean? It's terrible. Like, it's, like they're just, it's bad. Yeah. I don't know. My son... My oldest one is six. There's really no reason for him to be on Snapchat or like on like Instagram or anything like that. Like mm. him being on Twitter just makes him read more, which is probably like a, a deterrent at this point <laughs> at this age, you know. But like, um, like I don't have a, I don't have a problem with it per se. Like uh, my like my son has his own little like little YouTube channel. He plays video games and, and shit. And like shout out to Elijah, awesome guy. Uh, on YouTube, you know, what I'm saying plug, really, plug. really, shameless plug for your son. <laughs> shameless plug for my son. He got like four followers, though. I gotta help him out. Shout out to YouTube, black owned business. But like, um, like, well, like the stuff he the stuff he posts online, you know, what I'm saying like it all it all gets filtered between like like uh, me and his mom, you know, what I'm saying like, and, and it's never anything crazy, dog. Like, like, like he's just he's just a kid now. Like as he gets older. Like, am I gonna have to like? Uh, am I gonna have to lock it down a little bit? Probably, probably. Like, I don't like. I don't. There no. There ain't gonna be no dick pics going out from your from from a phone that I own. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Are, are, <laughs> we, are we? Were we talking about right now or in the future? <laughs> no, no. I'm talking about like, right now, dog. <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you know what I'm saying like kids on social media in general. Like you know what I'm saying they're. My, uh, they're definitely not going on right now. They're, uh, <laughs> I, I can tell you that for sure. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, but uh, to to Remy's point though, like uh, there's something to be said for, um, like the text and then the social media does add you know significantly to you know, literacy skills. Doesn't that doesn't that uh so, like fuck up like their grammar though? No, nah, but it's like you know what I mean like because the way that they teach now it's like this whole word type shit where you know what I mean. The grammar doesn't have to be correct with the other spelling, but it helps them, you know, better formulate ideas right. and can work on the spelling. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? As it's a kind of like the way that you write, like on a, on a, on a word processor, you just write it out and then um, fix this and mm-hmm. fix that. So uh, it actually aids in that. And for them to be able to get their thoughts out, you know what I mean? And express themselves with words and or. You know, like, I can't find, like, like my, you know, my son's t- taught himself how to read off of YouTube, you know, like, 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 uh, exactly. like doing a. 
looking for YouTube videos to watch. You know what I'm saying? So like, I can't for like there is a there is a, a positive to him. You know, being on like social media shit, but like, yeah, you don't have to put everything out there, man. Right. You know, and, I, and I, I'll, I'll definitely be call, I'll definitely be clocking. You know what I'm saying? Hey, scrap. Do you have a um a plan for the future for for your forthcoming? Um, I think this is a better question for me in about. 10 years maybe um i'm not too worried about it i mean for obvious reasons i'm gonna take it one step at a time but i mean i think this conversation will be drastically different in about a decade or so i'm i mean when you when you think about what the tech companies are 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 talking about pushing over the next couple years in terms of like the oculus joint um you know in uh true uh virtual reality um, those types of, uh, I guess, developments in the tech world. I think that's actually pretty scary, not even for little kids, but just for humans. Like you are actually really disconnected from the physical world. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll reserve for, uh, you know, episode 1000 or whatever we'll be at in 10 years. So nice. Uh, speaking of tech, Skirt. SpaceX is putting it down right now. Literally. They literally <laughs> on the decks of aircraft carriers. Though <laughs> they they're the first company to ever land a spacecraft onto a barge in the middle of the ocean. Droned is dope. Yeah, and now they're talking about going to Mars, having a uh, unmanned spacecraft landing on Mars in only two years, which is amazing. Scrap, you 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 were looking into this. What, what you got for us? Um, it's. I'll start with the the brainiacs behind, you know, these incredible feats of technology, uh, not just SpaceX, but um, Blue Origin. Um, you know, Elon Musk, we like to we like to joke and say Elon Musk is the, is either Tony Stark or Tony Stark's, uh, you know, evil twin. Um, whatever, everything this guy touches, man, is it's just it's just gold. I mean, he started with PayPal. He's got Tesla. He's got SpaceX. He's got Solar City. You know, he's just. I don't, I don't really understand, you know, how this man sleeps, but, um, you know, his, his counterpart, Jeff Bezos, uh, you know, the founder of Amazon is doing, also doing incredible things with, uh, with reusable rockets. Um, I think what distinguishes the two is, and it's, it's, it's a big, uh, it's a big gap between SpaceX and, and Blue Origin is the fact that SpaceX has actually been to space. They're actively planning missions. And, um, you know, the, the SpaceX rockets, you know, they, they go up and then they come down. The, and, you know, the, uh, the Am- uh, not Amazon, the Blue Origin rockets, they don't go to space yet. You know, the Blue Origin rockets are more for uh, suborbital uh, transport, whether that's for like tourism or just uh, sending something up to do a quick scan um, and then come back down. So I think I think Blue Origin has a ways to go, but uh, technology wise, they're both incredible feats. But uh, to, to to Scratch's point, the the progress in both of them joint really, you know, what I'm saying shows that you know, what I'm saying in the near future, space travel for the layperson is going to be possible. And the point that you have. Um, Rockets that can be reused and like you know what I'm saying that you don't have to build a rocket every time you want to spend some, send somebody up you could actually land a joint and reuse a joint. Additionally, you know what I mean we save a buttload of money because normally when we go out in space we might have to like ferry 
uh, with the uh, with the Russians or you know hire Russians to fly us out somewhere, but you have to do that joint no more. So it's gonna you know what I mean save our, our our us some bread there. But I'm super excited because I think this means that you know what I mean. By the time I retire, I might be able to go into outer space and then boom, you know I mean? boom. Like, you don't want to go to outer space, dog. Like the human body is not <laughs> created for that joint. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't understand like the like the health ramifications of just being out in space for like for a couple minutes, dog. Like even with like even with even okay. suited up, you know what I'm saying? Like he's, it's, got, it's, he's got a couple decades, man. They'll figure it out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They're gonna, they're, gonna, they're gonna everything will be ironed out, dog. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it just. That as soon as I saw that joint land on the drone, that's what I was thinking. Like, yo, that joint did land wild. It's, perfect, it's a though. huge, it's a huge game changer. I mean, it's not only for uh, for today, but I mean, going forward, like this cracks. I mean, this opens up entire new industries. Um, you know, whether it be space insurance or tourism, <laughs> space or, insurance. Yo, that's crazy, right? <laughs> that's just space claims adjusters, dog. Yo, it's <laughs> crunching numbers for real, bro. Like that shit's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's it's really it really is a game changer. And I mean, SpaceX is already talking about how they could save the government fifty million off of a off of a transport. I mean. You know, that, that's that's a lot of bread. <laughs> they just got that contract. That's, that's going in Putin's right. pocket. Right. They just got awarded, wasn't it like last week, they just got awarded the um, uh, a contract, like an $80 million contract to launch U.S. military rockets or whatever mm-hmm. in space. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, like, that's what I was going to ask. Like, have, like had, had they not been tapped by like, you know, like, uh, mili- like, like so, na- other nations' militaries and stuff like that for for this technology. Well, they do they do missions for NASA to the space station right now, which is quasi military. Yeah. Quasi military, but they're actively. I think it was last year that the uh, the government came in and said that uh, because ULA is another, they do all of the uh, the missions for for the Department of Defense you know, launching satellites and, uh, for the NRO. Um, but now they have given the green light for, uh, SpaceX to pursue contracts with the air force and with the NRO. Um, because before I, I think, I think SpaceX actually sued the government because of the monopoly that ULA had. That Lockheed, Lockheed Martin or whatever. Yeah. So it's, um, it's, it's, yeah. It, SpaceX is doing big things. Shout out like, to Elon Musk. Love to have you on the show. Black owned business. <laughs> as a, as a black shout owned out to business. SpaceX. Black owned business. To, shout out to SpaceX. <laughs> oh, just a just a real quick note. They're actually three D printing some of those parts for the spacecraft too. So it's that's a, it's, what? yeah, it's it's like a insane technology orgy going on. Nuts. Nuts. It's, it's nuts. I mean, and like just the video that the the last video that SpaceX put out. I mean, this changes. I mean, normally you have to launch from certain locations on the Earth. You know what I'm right. saying? And you could potentially do that anywhere and land anywhere. I mean, that's like missions on demand. You know, right. if you have something in the barn, you could right. just put up there. That shit's crazy, man. In, in the barn. <laughs> Yeah, man. You can launch the farm rockets. You can launch a nuclear weapon from your backyard, dog. Intercontinental nuke. I'm just, I'm just waiting on the orbital farms to, you know, what I'm saying, get popping, and then. Uh, the and, and insure it with space insurance. Exactly. Space insurance. And I'm, and I'm, leaving. I'm leaving. I'm your claims adjuster. <laughs> From Space Farm. I'm from a, space I'm a, farm. I'm retiring to uh, to Mars, man. Yeah, I'm going to Mars. So that mission to Mars, I don't know. It's 
that seems well actually it seems like infeasible but then again everything that elon musk says that he's gonna do he does so shout out to the hyperloop i ain't getting in that shit (laughs) (laughs) but i will get in the tesla i will get in the tesla yeah black owned business (laughs) black owned business tesla corporation shout out to (laughs) irobot Speaking of a real black-owned businesses, this week we're going to talk about the Spice Suite down in D.C. Mm. Yeah. It's an interactive spice bar. It will not go against the GDS, which we hold dear. We, we won't. I'm sorry. We're not going to promote anybody who's trying to go after the GDS. I'm, I'm sorry. That's just yeah. how it is. Look at you, sweet baby Ray's. <laughs> but the Spice Suite is an interactive spice bar. It's all these homemade spices, and it's owned by Angel Anderson, who is a Howard University alumni. Nice. Okay. You can go check it out at 6902 4th Street Northwest in D.C. Mm-hmm. And if you go to their website, thespicesuite.com, you can see okay. all of the crazy um, spices and jars full of herbs and not the kind that you talk about next, but... Okay. Um, it's got... I was going to inquire. Yeah, no, no, it ain't got that kind. DC legalized it, but you still can't buy it. Can't sell uh, it either. They're, they're, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. There are <they're> couches. <laughs> it got couches. It's, it's all wood and, and it looks crazy. So go check that out, spicesweet.com. I'll be there in a minute. Bet. I'm gonna ask uh, ask the fellas what you've been listening to. Give y'all some new music to listen to and check it out. So let's start with you, Kwame, since you're laid back. What you listening to? No, I'm actually I'm actually not uh, <laughs> not listening to anything new. I went back old school. You know what I'm saying? Um, every now and again, I gotta redip. You know what I'm saying? Dip back into my classic set. Um, I've been checking out Marvin Gaye's Trouble Man album. Um, you know what I'm saying? I every every now I don't know every now and again I just got to go back to that and and vibe on that for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And I encourage everybody to do so because it was some real, you know what I'm saying? Real classic joints on that uh, on that album. Um, just the musicality of it and you know what I'm saying my brother crooning you know what I'm saying on that joint it's perfect for any occasion whether you're with your lady friend or you know what I'm saying you just by yourself trying to come down from a eight year old <laughs> birthday party you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> but Marvin Gaye sung about troubles in relationships so why don't you listen to Ghostface mm. why don't you listen to Beyonce mm. well to address the the latter part first, I don't, I'm, I'm not a fan of. Um, I mean, it's all right, Beyonce's latest joint, but it's nothing nothing calling to me like that. As far as Ghostface goes, uh, he doesn't really sing. He kind of like screams at you, you know what I'm saying, or at the girl of, of you know what I'm saying, at the the girl du jour, you know what I'm saying, on the album. <laughs> so um, that's that's not really. What is what is what is what is, what is you know, Ghostface screams. What does the ODB do? I don't, he, he, he just monotone. I don't know. He kind of 
smoothly delivers nah, his lines. He kind of like warbles, you know what I mean? Like uh, <laughs> he's got this. I don't know. He 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 does like spoken word. If you were drunk, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> But um, again, I'm not gonna rehash this argument. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, it was there were there were no shots being thrown at Ghostface. I just didn't like the Iron Man album over the Return to the Thirty Six Chamber. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Actually, let me okay. let me jump in here because my what you've been listening to actually was Beyonce. I went ahead and I tried it, and you know what? It's not even that whack. Mm. Um, that whack. That's a ringing endorsement, Beyonce. Uh, she ethers Jay on there. Ethers. So that's for the first whole half of the album, Doug. Yeah, yeah. I felt like you, Remy. I was like Beyonce. I, I, you can call me. Right. It's all right. I'll give you a hug. <laughs> you can check my phone. I'm not cheating right. on you, Beyonce. But the joint with Jack White is actually pretty dope. I listened to that song. What was it? Daddy's gun. It made me go back and listen to Charlie Pride. Rain dripping off the brim of my hat. Sure is cold today. So what you guys may not may or may not know is I collect records. I have old record player. I said this on one of the podcasts previous. And I collect all types of records. So I have two Charlie Pride albums. And man, that is some country ass shit. <laughs> if you don't know, Charlie Pride was one of the most famous black country singers back in the seventies, sixties, eighties. In that, and in that order, <laughs> yes. And man, you want to talk about country? My man was only singing about his Tennessee girl and making her his Tennessee wife. That's all he was singing about, <laughs> except for one song. Where he killed the girl because she agreed she didn't agree to be his wife, which was a nice break in the uh, monotony of subjects. <laughs> That's how you get things done, goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, on to you, Remy. What you been listening man, to, man? Uh, y'all know, like, uh, like I'm a guitar head, man. So, like, uh, and, and it's never nothing new with me. So, like, uh, lots of Otis Rush. Um, Lots of West Montgomery, George Benson. Um, you write, you write, and down John things. Mayer. Uh, uh, yeah, of, of, of all people, so he's a beast, dog. But, uh, yeah, yeah, regardless of what he does with his penis, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. uh, mm-hmm. on the guitar, he's yeah, a he's monster, dog. So, like, yeah, boom, what you got. <laughs> um, I don't like. I, I feel like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Every drink, I'm like super out of the era. But I've been listening <laughs> to a lot of uh, Sean, Sean Price. You know what I'm saying, Ruck. Yeah. I'm the best in the borough. I'm the best in the city. I'm the best in the state. And the rest of you say, don't question the um, I don't know why. I think I got a, I got caught in a joint while I was working out, and it was just like three days later, and then it was like five days. And Damn, son, did you eat? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying. That's like, a heck of a workout session, when you, man. When you, when you had a, you know what I'm saying, your joint queued up, and it's on a joint, and it's like, <laughs> you don't take it off, and it's like, just keep going. And like, so it's been a lot of, yeah. Scrap, besides not listening to this podcast, what have you been listening to? Um, 
couple things. Uh, Whale sounds. <laughs> they help me sleep. Uh, I was, uh, I queued up that uh, new Royce layers. I'm going on the 8K thon. Throw a Bible in some shallow waters right before I go and pray upon. Double park, custom license, they say I could pay a fine. I ain't in the zone, I'm in the motherfucking lab line. Speaking the lab. Yeah, I'm, I'm working my way through that, man. He's. Slowly becoming like one of my favorite rappers, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been YouTubing a lot of Python programming joints, <laughs> 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 and that's my life right now. So, are there any are there any specific videos you want me to cut in post in, in post production? Uh, Python joints. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Just pull up, just pull up the latest Google I/O joint. I'm sure you'll find a spectacular one. <laughs> yeah, building my GitHub page while listening to uh, to Royce the Five Nine is it's very inspiring. Okay, but that's it, man. All right, we shout out shout out to GitHub. You know, what I'm saying a dope black owned business. Black owned business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we've gotten away from it, but it's time to bring it back. The scooter quote of the week, mm. son. Oh, damn, I'm prepared. Does anybody got one? I got one for you. Yeah. Let it let it, let it, it go. Hey, dog. <laughs> hey, dog. Beer tastes like vacuum. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that, is, that was so nonsensical. That was... And, there's a long line of scooter quotes, man, and that that one I just didn't get. Like, so we gotta put up like we gotta get we gotta get the website popping, dog, and put like just like a like a like an unrelated picture of up next to like a scooter quote, dog. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have to like you have to, it has to be like written out in like the string from a wave cap, like, right? Right. Like, the right. right. Joint, dog. Man, with, with uh money on it, right? on my mind, dog. If I if I had Elon Musk money, man, I would put, I would print out scooter quotes and put them on the back of just random airplanes and fly those joints. <laughs> so, like what 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 does that mean? You know, nigga, bald eagle milk, nigga. <laughs> Can you imagine seeing that? You know what I'm saying? In the sky, just having no idea. <laughs> just He's like, so confused. <laughs> I seen that. It make you feel dumb like anybody else gets it. You know? I see a moose kick a woman's what? head straight off. Like, you just catch that in the air like what? Dog, you look up in the sky and you see this rat had baby hands, dog. Oh my God. Oh my God. This rat had baby hands. If you just see that trailing off of a plane, you just feel like what is going on with the world. Like I might just go back to sleep if I saw that, man. Bitch had ball eagle feet. <laughs> I'll try it again tomorrow. Obviously, oh, man. obviously, yeah. shout to shout to Elon Musk. We need to make some of these ideas happen. You know what I'm saying? But in all seriousness, go find me scooter scooter quote planes. scooter quote planes. <laughs> 2020 coming out. Yeah, man. Planes powered off ridiculousness, though. Remy, you are our GoFundMe admin. I'm gonna need you to set up that GoFundMe scooter plane. Uh, it take off vertically. Vitals. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna get this when they listen to me. Ah man, scooter quote Vitals. I'm all for it, man. <laughs> uh. 
their seatbelts are double strapped like Steelers. <laughs> Shout out to Flint, man. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Game of Thrones is about to come on in three minutes. So, uh, for this week, Defcon Jive, this your boy Cannon. It's your boy Qualms. And the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, dog. I'm done. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no outro. Right. We yeah. call it a wrap. Deuce. Wait, are your kids going to come running screaming in there? Nah, it's bedtime, homie. <laughs> that oh. homie at the end. This is homie. a disclaimer. The dog is in here with me, dog. And, like, he might make some noise. As long as your dog doesn't start humping uh, a pillow, <laughs> then we're good. On, a, on an air mattress? <laughs> or that chair. That chair. <laughs> Yo. Your, your dog is going to go at it with the chair. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Oh, man. (laughs)